Paul Ralston from UND Athletics. Good morning to you, Paul. How you doing there, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, doing fantastic. I, I, I wanted to ask you, we, we played a clip, and I don't have it sitting here, on a, I think it was a B.J. Omont dunk the uh, the other night against Waldorf, and your your tag on that sounds like some kind of Italian-Norwegian-German mashup, Paul. Really? Well, what, uh, I, I know I used one from uh, uh, an old cartoon. I used yeah. Kabong. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kabong. That's what, okay. Kabong. <laughs> oh, that's right. We yeah, were, we were going to say, what is that play? What is that word for? Which particular play? Uh, um, <laughs> that, no, that, well, El Kabong was an old cartoon from um, Quick Draw McGraw right. way yes. back in the day. Yeah. So you go hitting around people over the head with guitars, but I just like, I, that's the only thing I could think of at the time. So I was like, Kabong, you know, I, I thought that was a, a term I hadn't heard for a while, so I just used it. Well, it was nice for the UND men's basketball team to go into the holiday break with, uh, with a nice victory after uh, dropping a few, a couple in, in California. So, hey, one question I was going to ask you before we get into hockey. Um, if I heard you right, uh, Brady Danielson did not dress for that game uh, against Waldorf. How, how is the, the status of Brady Danielson? Well, he's out shooting before that game, but, yeah, they're, they're continuing to uh, – look at his uh, lower body, his ankle, in regards to uh, what he turned at UC Riverside midway through that game uh, when we were out in California. So that's a that's a concern that uh, he may uh, have a, a week or two left on that. Okay. But he's actually moving around uh, not too bad. They were looking and re-diagnosing here the other day after that game. But he did go through a bit of a warm-up uh, that day just to see how it was uh, responding to the previous treatment and he actually said it was a little tender but still progressing far better than he thought so he's just going to continue with treatment but yeah I mean certainly it gives North Dakota another uh, player that they can rely on especially on the defensive end just for calmness and steadiness and then for energy and effort you're not going to get many players better than Brady in those categories that you can bring onto the floor and really help you in certain times but I don't know that he'll be necessarily ready for these uh, next games coming up although I think he's trying to get back for the Nebraska game next week because he's a Nebraska kid. And, sure. and I think he desperately wants to play in that one. But it brings it to another administrative question. I've, I've heard on some some transfer status uh, issues with UND men's basketball players. Bring us up to date, Paul. Well, yeah, that is a, a good question. Now, there's a uh, judge ruling in West Virginia on an athlete named Raekwon Battle, who was here playing for Montana State last year against the Fighting Hawks in the game back uh during the non-conference season. Now he's at West Virginia. It was his second transfer. He, he didn't think he should have a penalty, so he brought it before the court along with a few other student-athletes. Uh, that judge has put in a, a stay uh, for 14 days uh, beginning, I think, today. And that means everybody that was in this second year of, or second time transferring, having to observe a penalty, now have at least through the stay until it's readdressed in December 27th. Now, not everything is sorted out. Nobody really knows exactly what the parameters are for for these student athletes so our administration has uh, been reaching out to the ncaa so that they can adequately inform the athlete and the coaching staff of yes uh, you might as well just let them play and they're you know but if they're if the the ruling goes against uh the individual after 14 days if the court changes its mind does that count as a year played then or so you need Mm. to know all those things before you actually that you pull the trigger so there's a lot to be sorted out here in about 24 hours, so to speak. So 
we'll, we'll see. I mean, Tyree Hinacho will help North Dakota. There's no doubt. He wanted to play this year. That's that's not with a, that's not a question. Um, but he was observing the rules as they knew him. But certainly now may get an opportunity because somebody else brought it before a, a judge and and as of right now have at least 14 days potentially. But need to know the other things behind it, whether or not that all comes through. But I I, I would assume probably by end of date today we'll at least have some sort of idea. The only thing that our, I think our administration is frustrated about is they were hearing more coming through media reports than they were from a uh, it, from the NCA, you know, sending something out and saying this is how to handle this situation. You'd like to to maybe get that from your your sure. overseeing organization, and this is how we're doing it for the next two weeks. But that hasn't happened as of yet. So more to come. More to come. Paul Ralston, UND Athletics, joins us on Thursdays talking a little Hawk Talk here. And, and, and speaking of Hawk Talk, I was listening the other night while you were doing the, the men's basketball game, and uh, Brad Berry was on uh, and talking about the, the play in the net uh, where, 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 UND, where UND has not had to go to a, a backup, a number two goalie at all in the first half of the season, and how rare is that? They were referencing at one time uh, Gino Gasparini had used – would, would just rotate through three different goalies. So this is maybe a, a nice problem to have with uh, with a number one like this. Yeah, I think he made a point as well as I went back and listened to that. He talked a little bit about how um, right now, if you play in the pro game, if you play a seven-game series, usually the best team is going to figure out a way to win it. But in college hockey, it's so dependent upon a really good goaltender to get you through these two-game series and each and every weekend. And then in the, in the tournament, uh, you know, having the best goaltender means so so very much, and that that's one area they don't feel like they have to look very far. You know, I know a lot of people are are hanging their heads a little bit about getting beat in these three on three overtimes. I'm not a fan of the three on three overtime. I don't really understand it because when you get to the NCAA tournament uh, in the postseason, you play five on five yeah. overtimes, I, and so you know they're not even really losses. It, it goes down as a tie with an extra thing at the end, and so. People tend to think more in those terms, but I, I tend to look at it as I'm not necessarily, you know, five on five. North Dakota has only lost two games all all season in five on five hockey at the end of regulation and five on five play. So really impressive with that first half of the season, but they need the break. And I'm excited to ha- see them have it and what they do the second half of the season. No doubt about it. You will hear Paul Ralston with UND men's basketball at Utah Tech on a Saturday on 740 The Fan. Hey, Paul, have yourself a great trip, a great call. Thanks so much, my friend.